All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the show. This is the Frankly Fantasy Football Podcast. We are your hosts, Frankie and Johnny. Welcome in, Frankie. How are you? Well, hello, Johnny. How are you, good sir? I'm good. I'm coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, in Bengal country right now. Mm-hmm. I'm in a nice little hotel room by, what, a True by Hilton? Huh? Future wow. sponsor. Shout out to Hilton. Come on, wow. boys. Stay at a Hilton next time you're out. Thanks, Hilton. <laughs> Hilton. <laughs> yeah, what is, I don't know the tagline, otherwise I would say it. And Hilton, no. we've got beds. <laughs> Hilton, we're not Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> We're not Marriott. Yes. How you doing, man? What's going on? Doing good. Doing good, man. Just gearing up, getting ready for this wonderful week after the Thursday night game. And uh, yeah, excited to talk some starts and sits and smashing and passing. I'm terrified about this weekend, man. I'm terrified. <sighs> Actually, this week isn't terrible. We've got two teams on by that we'll talk about. Next week is by apocalypse. There's six teams on by, man. Oh my gosh. So, so terrified. Welcome to the show, everyone. Today is our show where we a little more conversational. Frankie and I are talking about our starts and sits. Frankie's got a bunch of guys he loves. I'm going to either praise him or shit on them. Either Mm. way, it's probably going to be a good time. But this is where we do our starts and sits, our smash or pass, or our hit it to quit. Mm. All right, baby. All right, buddy. Tell me right now, what are you thinking? Who's your first hit it of the week? Mm, John, I'll tell you what. I'm firing up and I'm hitting Alvin Kamara. Now, people might be thinking, well, that's kind of cheap. Well, I'll tell you what. Alvin Kamara has played two games and has been absolutely incredible as a true RB2 in those two games. Guys, he's had 14.9 points against in a half PPR against that of the Buccaneers. And he had 17.2 against that of the New England Patriots. He's walking into Houston Texan territory. And guys, he is the dude for the Saints from the receiving work, the rushing work. Don't shy away from him. Firing up and enjoy the ride this week. Yeah, he's been he's been really good. Uh, I mean, last he doubled his input or output from the week before. Yeah. Uh, Twenty two carries, eighty yards, a touchdown. Um, yeah, man, he's looking good. Averaging three point six yards a carry in that one. New England is a tougher run defense, uh, believe it or not. Regardless of how they've yeah. been playing. The week before, though, was 11 rushes for 51 yards, averaging 4.6. Uh, I love it, man. Um, it didn't get into the receptions like he did the week before, no. but the week before he had 14 targets, 13 catches. I mean, that's where he got all of his fantasy points there. Uh, but this week was uh, with three targets, three catches. Love to see him more involved. But this Houston rushing defense, it's not scary at all, man. So I, I love it. I absolutely love Alvin Kamara this week smash him baby and john this next dude is unbelievable we talked about him in the last episode and i'm firing him up whether you're gonna try to sell him high or whether you're riding him into a win this week i'm talking adam thielen baby with the carolina panthers at that of miami dolphins yes it's probably going to be an ass beating and yes i know miami is going to probably just destroy them but that bodes very well 
for throwing the ball. Bryce Young to Adam Thielen. It's a real thing. And on top of it, DJ Chark is looking good or is back, I believe, this week um, again. And so I really think that could end up taking a little bit of burden off of Thielen. I really like him. Until further notice, you have to fire him up, man. He is the number 10 receiver in fantasy football and half PPR. Last week alone, he had 13 targets and he caught 11 of them for 107 yards in one touchdown and they got the shit beat out of them by Detroit 42 to 24. I see the same, something very similar to that that this week against that of the Miami dolphins. But again, that is okay. In fantasy football, we like it a little bit when it's like that because these guys thrive. So Adam Thielen, I'm all on board, baby. I just, I can't believe his targets and his catches and these guys, 33 years old. Uh, he's probably got two grandchildren at this point. He's had since, since week after week one, week one was pretty, pretty small. He had two targets, two catches, but he had nine targets, 14 targets, eight targets, and 13 targets. It's crazy. crazy. Three touchdowns in the past four games. I mean, it is crazy, man. I I hate saying it, but yes, you have to start Adam. Have to (laughs) Miami's going to absolutely destroy these guys. And it's, it is going to be garbage time, but garbage time produces fantasy points. We talked about that before and and you can't be afraid of that. Um, We talked about Thielen being a trade candidate for you. Um, First of all, were you able to pull off any trades? <laughs> None. Short period of time. None. Yeah. I mean, what do you think you could get for Adam Thielen if you are making trades, though? Are you using him as a package piece, or do you think you can get one for one and get, I don't know, a running back? Could you get like a Brian Robinson? Yeah. Instance, I, or something I, like that if you need running back help. Yeah. I think absolutely you could get a Brian Robinson. I think you could probably even get a James Cook. Um, which is which is the next guy we'll actually talk about here from the hit it and quit it and start and sit. But I, I think that that's absolutely a guy that you could get. And or John, we mentioned it la- uh, on the last episode. If you want to go for the big gun, let's just say there's Bijan, right, or something like that. I think that it's possible. I think that you need another piece, obviously. But Adam Thielen could be the guy that gets them gets you over the hump in that trade, especially if you're targeting somebody who might be. One and four, you know, oh and five, two and three, JJ went down, or maybe something else crazy happened, and now they're depleted at receiver. Now you come to them with a beautiful gift in hand. Here's white guy Adam Thielen, ready, 33 years old, beard and everything. Take him from me. And then you get a good guy in return. And and I think obviously, you know, you're gonna package up something. You could do a Marquise Brown and Adam Thielen for a superstar piece. You could end up doing Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen, and maybe one other small piece for a superstar. Something like that. I'm a big proponent in a two for one, three for one trade. If you can do it right, I think he's a perfect guy for that, John. All right. I love it. That's really good advice, man. Otherwise, don't feel bad about keeping Adam Thielen on your no. team. I mean, he's just scoring points. I would continue to shop. I don't know how sustainable it's going to be for how long. I mm-hmm. mean, eventually this guy's body's this guy's body's taken more more beating than it's ever taken. Yeah. I, I don't know how long he'll be able to sustain that. So I do he's he's good on your team. I think he's going to be a great wide receiver too for you, give you a lot of stability and actually some ceiling, which is crazy. Um, but don't be afraid to shop him out here. I don't, I don't know if, how many more weeks he's going to be able to sustain this. So give it a try. John, the next guy here is, is the guy I just mentioned, James Cook. I think this is going to be the time that you need to start him. He is playing the New York dumpster fire giants and they are 
putrid. They are terrible. They are so bad. It is unbelievable. And so for me, this game script could be very positive, very, very positive for James Cook. James Cook had a really, really rough go last week against that of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sean, he had 3.6 points in that of uh, half PPR. We talked about him about rush the ball five times for negative four yards. There's a lot of shit that goes into it. When you're traveling to London, you got to get up, you got to play. You're not acclimated, right? It was a slew of different things, and they're down the entire, like pretty much the entire game. So Josh Allen is required to throw the ball this week. Opposite game script. They're home. They're rested. They're pissed, right? Uh, everything is a is a perfect storm for them coming out and ready to wax the Giants on top of the Giants just being arguably the worst team in the NFL right now. So for me, man, this is a perfect perfect play. If I could, and I will actually put my money where my mouth is, I'm absolutely firing up James Cook this week in one of my teams. Yeah, I've got him as well, and I've been happy with him. I mean, I wasn't expecting him to be just an absolute right. maniac on the field or anything. That's not exactly what that offense has, and it's not what they're looking for. They've mm-hmm. they just they use the ball in other or use the offense in other ways. But his usage has been great. I mean, he's you know he's looking at. Um, uh, averaging what 13 targets, 17 targets, 21, or I'm sorry, touches, 21 touches. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's had a lot of good touches. This this was a this week you could throw away. I mean, this yeah. team that that was an experiment, like we had talked about with going to London, uh, playing a team that had already been in London for the week before that and played. They, they you got to throw it away. It was, it was a rough week, but prior to that, 13 fantasy points, 11. 15, six, the guy's been very consistent and very good um, where he hasn't, you know, gone crazy on the ground. He'll make it up and through the air as well. He's got a, he's, you know, very good in the air, but yeah, I love James cook this week, man. Fire him up. Love it. John, the next guy is gotta be Raheem most hurt playing that of Carolina. No Devon Achan. He's definitely going to be the lead back. Obviously, you know, we talked about some of the backups. Is Jeff Wilson coming back? You know, he's practicing. Probably not. It's going to be Chris Brooks and Salvin Ahmad as the backup at this point. It is Raheem Mostert all the way. And so I just think that this is an absolute smash play for the number two running back on the year so far and half PPR. Fire his ass up. I just a uh, fun little story here, Frank, but I uh, I had I had four good running backs on my team and Raheem Mostert was was on there. And I was just like, man, listen, I don't know if this is going to continue. And it was like one week he'll score 50, one week he scores two. I don't really want to deal with that because I don't know. I've got three other guys I can play turned Raheem Mostert into Cooper Cup. Love that. Love that. Yeah, I was very, very happy. It was a good trade. Um, we ended up swapping tight ends as well, and he got the better of that deal with uh, Sam Laporta. I got Dalton Kincaid, but turning Mostert into Cooper Cup was fantastic. I mean, if you awesome. can do that and you can afford it, because you didn't draft Cooper Cup to be your running back one or two. It's not where you yeah. draft him. You may need him now after the goddamn blow. Oh, for, you mean Raheem Mostert? Or Raheem Mostert, I'm saying, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> turn him into something if you're not using him all the time. Absolutely. Totally. You can get a lot for him. Love it. Love it, man. And by the way, great trade. Cooper Cup. Mm, yummy. Yummy, nice yummy. Back, wasn't it? Nice it was to great. See him back. Ugh. It's also nice to see that Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua both are going to be fine. And Tutu Atwell for that. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fun fact Puka Nakua was on the field for 100% of the snaps. Cooper Cup was on the field for 95% of the snaps. 
Uh, and Tutu Atwell was on the field for like 77% of the snaps. Van Jefferson, gone. He was he on gone. the field for 5% of the snaps. He's traded. He's, just, he's, he's done. Yeah, you, you can't do anything with him. But it's great to see that Puka and Cooper Cup can both be in there. Tutu Atwell, they take long shots down the field. He's a desperation start at uh, uh, your flex spot, but he could give you a big touchdown too. Love it, man. Love it. John, I'll tell you what, there's a, there's two more guys on here that I really like and I'm hitting the hell out of it. Number five, man, is gonna be is gonna be Jordan Addison. That with JJ going down, what Jordan Addison has already shown, right? He's had he's had three weeks so far in double or in um uh double digits, right? So we're talking 14.1, 15.7, and 15.4. The most recent was against that of the Kansas City Chiefs with JJ going down. This is going to be fascinating. I'm really excited to see this rookie take off. And he could be great. I mean, he could legitimately be very, very good. So with them playing at Chicago, John, I'm drooling over this matchup. This should be high-flying. Both defenses suck. Should be a shit ton of points on the board. Jordan Addison should be the guy that comes out on top for that of the Minnesota Vikings. And I assume you like Jordan Addison more than K.J. Osborne. Yes. Yes. All right, let me ask you this. KJ or uh, Jordan Addison or Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen. Wow, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, who else you got here, buddy? Who's your John, last the hit it? Last hit it, baby. I'm rolling out Kyron Williams. Oh, did you did you say he's the number 5 back in fantasy football right now? Oh my goodness. I didn't know that, did you? Well, let me tell you a little bit. He ended up having he's had week 1 17.4, week 2 25, week three, seven, week four, 26. Last week was a little bit down, but they are walking in or bringing in, should I say, the Arizona Cardinals. Guys, this is an awesome matchup. This is with Cooper Cutback. They're just spreading the field even more. This makes Kyron Williams so sexy this week. I love this start. Fire him up and enjoy the ride. All right. You got Kyron Williams at home versus Arizona or Zach Moss. At Jacksonville. Man, I got to roll with Kyron Williams, and it is fucking close. It is real close because I it just JT is still throwing a wrench in everything. I mean, if it, you know what I mean? But Zach Moss has been unreal, unreal, like different planet, Devon Achan, unreal, right? Since he's been playing. And so, I, I yeah, it's, yeah, I got to go with Kyron Williams this week. I mean, JT had six carries last week. I mean, does that go to 10 to 12 this week? It would have to. It would have to, man. It would have I mean, to, right? Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see if he can continue to be that efficient. All right. What about uh, Travis Etienne? Kyron Williams or Travis Etienne this week against the Colts? Oh, gosh. This, that's so hard. That's so hard. <sighs> Shit, John. I'm going to actually roll with Travis Etienne. And I say that because what he did with the Bills, and I get what we talked about, right? Bills walked into London. They are definitely deplete, like depleted from a from a defensive perspective. They end up getting cut up. You're you're flying, you know, forever across the pond there. Five hour time difference. I get it. But Travis Etienne looked phenomenal. So for me, I gotta roll a little bit more hot hand than that of Travis Etienne this week. Okay. What about James Cook? At home versus the Giants or Zach Moss at Jacksonville? 
James Cook. I'm rolling with James Cook. Giants is Giants. I mean, you can't get much better than that. You cannot get much better than that. All right. I like it. I just wanted to see where you were with that one, man. All right. Who are you going to sit this week, Frankie? Who do you not like? John, I'll tell you what. The first guy, you know, it's not that I don't like him. It's just that I hate the matchup. And it's Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is one of those guys that I love watching. He's a violent runner. He's very, very talented. And and he's had a decent year, right? He's running back 23 on the year so far. He's, you know, he had a tough stretch early on, but he's really starting to come into his own. But the problem is, is he is playing the New Orleans Saints and nobody is running very well against the New Orleans Saints. So for me, try to look elsewhere. You might have to start him, but temper your expectations against this wonderful defense for the Saints. John. Yeah, no, I like that. It's, it's tough. I do love Damian Pierce, but yeah, the saints defense has been playing great. Yeah. If you can find another option, I agree a hundred percent. John, the next, the next grouping of shit bags that I'm going to say to sit <laughs> is going to be that of the New York giants receivers, all of them, every single one of them, all just don't even look that way. They're playing at the Buffalo bills. As we mentioned, Danny Dimes might not be playing. Saquon might not be playing. I, I mean, this is – we we were really dogging the Browns last episode. It's just as bad right now and it, with the Giants for this week. I mean, especially with everything happening with Danny Dimes. Sit them all. Don't buy into it. I mean, does that include Darren Waller? You got to still play Darren Waller. You got to fire Darren Waller. That's the only yeah. guy. Did you notice Darren Waller? He didn't even play tight end. No, he played, he played receiver. Yeah, he was split sure. out almost the entire game. It was really interesting. I mean, that just goes to show you how bad it is there. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see Darren Waller and Saquon both kind of coming up a little limpy in practice this week. Just going, ah, we're good this week, guys. We're good. Yeah. We need a little rest. You know, it's like that Family Guy episode where he's like, <sighs> gets his knee. <sighs> yeah, exactly, <sighs> exactly. <laughs> Right, John, you're sitting here, man. I'm sitting. This guy could be dropped. This guy could be dropped. That's how bad he has been performing, and it is scary. I'm talking about Dalvin Cook. They're playing Philly. Here's what Dalvin Cook has done this year: Week one, seven point four points, decent half PPR. First week on the Jets. Monday, you know, Monday night, I think it was, or Sunday night. Awesome. Are decent. Not awesome. Week two, negative 1.3. Week three, four. Week four, two. Week five, 2.3. John, this is a massive, massive, massive problem. I, I don't think, especially against this defense, you can fire him up the way Brees Hall is playing, the way Zach Will, like in, in the good ways Brees Hall is playing. The opposite is Zach Wilson, right? They know that they can tee off. It's, it's ugly, man. I mean, I, I want to ask you genuinely, could you legitimately make an argument to drop Dalvin Cook at this point in time? Or do you just let him rot on your bench? Depends what my team looks like. But yeah, I mean, you can't you can't play the guy. Um, running backs are so difficult right now that, I mean, if you're in a position where you can drop Dalvin Cook, then you're doing pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'd rather have Jalen Warren than Dalvin Cook. Um, I'd rather sit on... Uh, like a Roshan Johnson over Dalvin Cook, yeah. I if in my teams, 
I'm not going to play him. I am going to drop him. I mean, so no. let's say you're, you're, you're looking at he's he's Kareem Hunt basically is, is how I'm yeah. looking at him. He's Kareem Hunt and maybe Kareem Hunt light at this point. Uh, four four carries, eight carries, five carries, six carries. What are you going to get with six carries? You know, and I mean, with this offense, I mean, nothing, man, nothing at all. Nothing. And they just lost, I think, their their starting guard as well. I mean, it's just getting uglier and uglier for this offensive line. And John, here here's what's interesting. If you had, let's just hypothetically play this game out for a second. Let's say you have Roshan Johnson on your bench. You have Tank Dell on your bench. Let's say you also have, I don't know, another uh, Michael Gallup on your bench, but you're looking to get a KJ Osborne. Would you drop Dalvin Cook out of the rest of the guys that I named? Definitely. Definitely. That's a real life situation. That's actually something that people are probably looking at to a certain degree. It's going to be that type of tier that is their bench. And now you have JJ going down. And the question that I keep going back and forth with, man, is are you are we dropping Dalvin Cook too early? What if Brees Hall gets hurt again? Like, you know what I mean? Like what happens? God forbid if that happens. But the flip side is the upside of a KJ Osborne or something like that is so high right now in terms like high being double digits, right? That double digit play in fantasy that, I mean, you could make an argument for that because I don't know if I want to drop Roshan Johnson because it is ceiling. That's the difference is we're talking ceilings here. Tank Dell, we've seen a ceiling 25 points, right? Roshan Johnson absolutely could get the ball quite often, but I was just curious. It's, it's definitely interesting. I don't think, if if Brees Hall did get hurt, I, I don't think, first of all, Dalvin Cook can't do the things that Brees Hall does. I agree. He totally agree. can't do that. So it's not like you're immediately plugging in a running back on a good team. It's not a good offense. It is Brees Hall right now. <laughs> totally. You know, Brees. Dalvin Cook is not carrying this offense if Brees Hall wasn't there. It's just not his role anymore. It's not where he is, you know, physically anymore. Yeah, I, you can drop Dalvin Cook if you've got the bench space. If you're hurting on running backs and you need somebody that you can literally play a physical human in a spot, then yeah, keep him. Otherwise, if he's your your fourth running back, see you later, buddy. Yeah, interesting. I like it, John. The last guy we're talking about here is Miles Sanders, and again, we mentioned it last episode. This breaks my heart. I drafted him. I put my money where my mouth is. I really, really like this dude coming in. I I saw all I saw was gold. And boy, did that gold turn into poop. This guy has been terrible, man. I mean, we're talking he's 29th RB on the year. But he ended up having the the last two games, John. He's had 4.7 points against the Vikings and 0.2 points in half PPR against that of the Detroit Lions. And now they're going at Miami. I think this offensive line is just going to get terrorized. And I just really, really think that Miles Sanders is not the play this week. Now, the one week that he did really well, it was at Seattle, but he had nine targets and five catches for three yes. yards. That's what saved him. Uh, he scored a touchdown on the ground. But I mean, when you look at these numbers, uh, 14 for 43 yards, nine rushes for 24 13 for 19 against Minnesota. That's at home. I mean, it's it's seven for 32. Yeah. I mean, the issue, I I was nervous about Miles Sanders coming in because of the offensive line. It's really bad. But I thought, you know what? He's going to be okay because of the volume. I'm thinking he's getting 15 to 20 touches a game. It's not even close. No, it's not even close. 
So, yeah, I, I agree. You cannot play Miles Sanders right now until further notice. You're 100% right. And, John, when we're looking back, guys, I know like we, we teed it up last episode, right? Hey, we're going to talk to you a little bit about how we looked from the prior week. Well, let me tell you, guys, week the, the right last week as a whole, we told you to start Monty, went off, told you to start Joe Mixon, had a really good game. We told you to start our friend, A-Chan, and he went a nuts. Okay. We also told you to start Brees Hall. And what did he do? Boy, oh boy, that boy run fast and hard. Oh, and then yeah. we told you to start Isaiah Pacheco. Had a hell of a week. We also told you, right, to sit some of these other cats that ended up doing terrible, like Zeke, Mac Jones, and, and others. And, and guys, what I'm saying is, is dig into this a bit because John and I are kind of on a heater right now and jump on in the fire with us. We're, we're having some fun in here. So John, I don't know if you have anything else, but I feel like these are pretty good starts and sits for the week, baby. Some good hit it and quit it. I was so happy. And first of all, I've got Brees Hall on my team. So I was going ape shit when he had that 72 yard touchdown. It's awesome. I'm yelling and screaming and they're like, what's going on? He said, the guy that we had as our start and sit that we put on the cover of our episode Fuck just yeah. scored a 72 death, you know, yard touchdown. It was fantastic, man. It was beautiful. <laughs> you know, I love being right every once in a while, you know, <sighs> of course it doesn't take an absolute genius to say Brees, start Brees Hall, but it was a great start, man. It, it was really a great start. Out. Yeah. Great job, man. Great. I love your starts this week. I love your sits this week. Good luck to you this week. I know Good you're luck. still you're still kind of limping around from all the injuries that you've had. Big time. No, I know. You're you know what? You're gonna work your way through it, man. Goddamn right I am. I'm a yeah. fucking warrior. You're gonna wake up in the morning and piss excellence on Sunday. You know that? Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. Don't forget, everyone, you can follow us on social media, on Instagram at Frankly Fantasy Football. And I know you're all listening to this on the audio everywhere podcasts are found. Take a look at the YouTube. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit the notification button. We will see you next week, next Tuesday. I'm sorry, next Wednesday. And see how everything shook out in week six, man. Have a great week, everyone. May the fantasy gods smile upon you. Bye.